Americans are loving the adorable family reunion between presidential hopeful Wesley Davis and his rock star son, Lincoln. The two dispelled rumors of their estrangement after Governor Davis appeared at the Austin City Limits Music Festival last weekend to support his son, who was performing. And last night, Lincoln appeared at the governor's rally in Columbus, Ohio to cheer on his father, where he serenaded the crowd with a performance of his father's campaign song, I Would Do Anything for America, an adaptation of the hit song by Meatloaf, a fellow Texan. While Meatloaf famously refused to reveal the thing he won't do, Governor Davis has made it clear that he'll never raise taxes on the working class or accept donations from Big Oil, a bold move for a Lone Star state candidate. Texas Governor Wes Davis saw a big spike in the polls after getting a formal endorsement from his son Lincoln at a rally in Columbus, Ohio last night. Tonight, the Davis campaign is headed to the Hamptons for a $250,000 a plate fundraiser with Manhattan's elite, who are willing to pay for the chance to spend the evening with the Democratic presidential nominee and his celebrity son. So what? Are you ignoring me now? No, just answering emails. This whole thing might not be serious to you, but this is my job. If by whole thing you mean my offer last night, I'll have you know I was very serious. I can't believe this guy. If my current job didn't depend on his help, I'd slap him. Did he honestly think I was going to go along with this ridiculous friends with benefits proposition? He has a girlfriend, a very public girlfriend, who is a supermodel. But apparently, even Maxim's hottest woman of the year can't keep him satisfied. Or loyal. What a sleazeball. Okay, Lincoln. Did you read your briefing packet? Uh, some of it. Well, Lucy would be with you all night to make sure everything goes smoothly. Right, Lucy? Yep. We'll be fine. Ahem. <coughs> Lucy? Can we have a word? Privately? Is everything okay with you two? Yes, of course. Why? Just sensing a weird... vibe. This is a big night, Lucy. We need it to go well. Richard, you know you can count on me. I'll get it done. (laughs) So, what do I do? Everyone here is a major donor. You're here to schmooze them into giving us more money. I'll introduce you, you turn on the charm, and if they want to talk policy, I'll jump in. Seems easy enough. Okay, let's start with Harry Cohen over there. He's a hedge fund guy. Made billions in the first dot-com boom, now he's a philanthropist. Cares a lot about education and social programs for low-income kids. Check, check. Lucy, how are you? Hi, Harry. So good to see you. I'd love to introduce you to the governor's son, Lincoln. Lincoln, this is Harry. It is a real pleasure. My 16-year-old daughter is a huge fan. She'll die when I tell her we met. The pleasure's all mine. So I hear you're a big education advocate. What do you see as the way forward there? Yes, you know, my wife and I started a foundation to build schools in rural Africa, but there's so much we need to do here at home, too. Our schools are so underfunded, and the curricula are one-size-fits-all. But... Every child has unique learning needs. Yes, I totally agree. 
You know, I, I don't know if you know this, but our Lucy actually came from a very unique educational background. She spent two years in clown college before going on to pursue a traditional bachelor's. Is that so? That is quite interesting. Oh, it is on. So, Lincoln, how is life on the campaign trail? I hear it can be quite grueling. Well, Mrs. Calhoun, it's been especially hard for Lincoln. Did you know he has three hairless cats? They go everywhere with him. He's a very devoted cat father. They're quite difficult to care for, and they especially hate flying. Oh, <laughs> I had no idea. Do you have any photos of them? Yes, Lincoln, show her the photos of you all dressed up in matching sweaters. Lucy, can I get you something from the bar? Oh, actually, Lucy only drinks Soylent. It's a meal replacement drink. Kind of disgusting, but who am I to judge? She says not needing to think about eating or drinking frees up her mental space to focus 100% on the campaign. Ooh, the governor must be impressed by your commitment. Mm-hmm. Lincoln, so good of you to join your father on the campaign trail. Well, it was a good chance for him to get away from Hollywood as he recovers from the surgery. Oh, my. What kind of surgery? Yes, Lucy, why don't you tell him? Calf implants. <laughs> so, um, how did you two meet? Lucy and I actually met on my father's first campaign for governor. She had a huge crush on me. He's exaggerating. She skipped out on the governor's victory party and Kelly Clarkson to try and make out with me back in 2012. <laughs> Excuse me for a moment, gentlemen. Lucy, is everything okay? I'm fine. Just need a break from babysitting. He's insufferable. Perhaps, but he's also got this crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. Some of these checks are bigger than my kids' college funds. Keep him happy. Lord, give me strength. All right, the new polling shows that the bump we got from Lincoln joining the campaign is starting to fade. We need to do more. We're losing our momentum. Also, Lincoln, we've been getting a lot of questions during press briefings about whether or not you recently had calf implants. You did what? That's a rumor. Of course I didn't. If you say so. Alex, let's nip it in the bud. So, back to the issue at hand. We have a month until the election, and Senator Cox has a one-point lead. We can do this, but we need to capture the 18-24 to 24 vote. Think, people. I still think we could leak a Fensta. Or we could stage a photo of the governor smoking a joint in Joshua Tree. It's legal there. <sighs> Anyone other than Alex... Well, Annika's coming to visit me this weekend. Maybe she'd be willing to do a campaign event with us. That's a fantastic idea. Yes. We have the rally in Dallas on Saturday. Or maybe she can do a community pancake breakfast with us tomorrow. Can she make pancakes? Uh, I don't, I don't know. When does she get here? This afternoon. Have her stop by Lucy's office when she gets here, and we'll come up with a game plan. Next up on the docket...
Hello. You must be Lucy. I am. Oh, great. Cheers. I'm Annika. It's lovely to finally meet you. Lincoln told me to come back this way. I'm quite excited to help. Am I interrupting you? No, it's fine. I seriously don't know how I got tasked with being the celebrity wrangler on this campaign. Annika is standing awkwardly in the doorway to my office, and despite her obvious discomfort, she's even more radiantly beautiful than she is in magazines or her Instagram. Which I would know, since I spent 30 minutes deep diving on it earlier this afternoon. Okay, fine, an hour. Her warm brown skin actually glows, even though she's just gotten off a plane and seemingly not wearing any makeup. Even in gray joggers and a white t-shirt, she somehow manages to look effortlessly cool rather than sloppy. I find myself feeling slightly jealous. Of the glow, I mean, that's all. Take at least two days. You can sit if you want. So, Lucy, please allow me to be horribly blunt. I just wanted to tell you, Lincoln told me what he, um, proposed the other night. Oh my god, he told you that? Yes, and listen, it's quite complicated. I wish I could explain, but, well, well, I hope it's enough that I'm here, and clearly there are no hard feelings. So, are you his peace offering? No, no, I'm not here because of Lincoln. I'm here because this is important to me. This election will be the first time I'm able to vote as an American citizen. Oh, really? Okay, wait. Actually, this could be good. I think I have an idea. We're backstage at the governor's rally in Dallas, and we've turned out an unusually large crowd. Must be home state advantage. And once again, I'm babysitting the celebs. Except I actually think this could be a turning point for the campaign. Annika and I have spent most of the last day prepping for this speech, and it's really good. Annika, five-minute warning, okay? Cheers, thanks. Get me an extra body on the side entrance. I'll get the all-clear in five minutes to start moving. I'm trying to reply to as many emails as possible while we wait for her to go on. Current inbox status, 7,487. Make that 7,486. In the meantime, Annika and Lincoln are huddled together on a couch in the green room looking at something on his phone. If you ask me, they're seated closer than is strictly necessary. We get it. You're together. You're dating a rock star. Good for you. I can't breathe. I'm so nervous. Lincoln, how on earth do you do this? You're going to be great. Annika, you were on the cover of Sports Illustrated in nothing but body paint. You've got this. Yes, but I didn't have to give a speech. And I have to follow up Representative Rodriguez. That woman is a feminist hero. What if people think I'm dumb? You're not dumb. (laughs) Well, what if I freeze up and just stand there like a right idiot and nothing but mush comes out of my mouth? Then I'll pop out on stage and do the Macarena to distract everyone. Annika, you are the smartest, kindest, most passionate person I know. People are going to hear that in your speech... And they're going to love you as much as I do. I promise. I hold back my gagging. It's all a bit much. But it's clear that he really loves her. And it kind of makes sense why she likes him if she gets this sweet, supportive side of Lincoln. 
and not the jerk who tried to proposition me the other night. But their whole relationship is weird. I still can't believe he told her about that. Annika, you're on in two. I'll take you to the stage. <sighs> Wish me luck. You've got this. And now, I'm honored to introduce to you a very special guest joining us tonight. Please welcome to the stage, Annika Patel. Thank you, Representative Rodriguez, for that very warm introduction. To be honest, I'm quite nervous to be here today. Usually my job is to be quiet and look attractive. Despite my discomfort with public speaking, I believe it is of the utmost importance for me to use my voice and my vote to enact change. You see, this upcoming election is very special to me. I was born in Mumbai, and my family moved to the UK when I was a child. I came to the US when I was 19 to work, and last year, I finally became an American citizen. This will be the very first time that I can cast a vote here in the United States, and it is very important to me to use that power to help elect a president who reflects my values. When we lived in India, my father was a doctor, but when we immigrated to England, he had to start over entirely. This was a very hard time for my family, but if it hadn't been for the existence of social programs like the after-school theatre camp that I attended and loved, or the healthcare provided by the NHS, then it would have been impossible for us to succeed. And the reality for many people here in the United States is that they do not have these programs to support them. Instead, they are living paycheck. Wow, she's amazing. (laughs) She is. That is why I am so excited to vote for Governor Wesley Davis in the upcoming election and why I support his vision for a more equitable America. Annika walks off stage looking a bit shell-shocked. Her big eyes are even wider than usual. When she spots Lincoln, she launches herself into his arms. He spins her around and hugs her like he's just come home from war. Seriously, guys? Gag. They almost take out Alex with the spin. Hey, watch it! Babe, you were amazing! I think I blacked out from the nerves. Was it all right then? Do you hear that cheering? That's all for you. You were fantastic, Annika. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, now I hope I never have to do that again. Hi. Lincoln, what are you doing here? Thought the place had emptied out. I I left my phone, and Richard gave me a key. Uh, what are you working on? Oh, I wouldn't want to bore you. No politics talk, remember? That's not what I meant. It's fine. Well, are you wrapping up soon? I was thinking of going for a walk. We could go down to the bridge, catch the bats at sunset. Where's Annika? Oh, she left. She's on her way to New York for a shoot. And what would she think about her boyfriend hanging out alone with another woman? 
Well, she'd probably be quite pleased. She really liked you. She wasn't so sure you felt the same about her. Yeah, it's not her. That's what I said. I told her it was probably me. Seriously, Lincoln, I don't know what kind of arrangement you two have, if you have some sort of open relationship or if you're just straight up cheating on her. But I'm not okay with that. You can't just waltz in here and suggest we pick up where we left off. It was one kiss eight years ago. There's nothing to pick up. And even if there was, that's not the type of person I am. Do you seriously think that little of me? Being famous doesn't automatically make you an asshole, you know? Look, it doesn't matter anyway. I have work to do. Yeah, I get it. You're a human robot running on stress and caffeine. No personal life, no room for anyone else. You've made yourself crystal clear. I guess I'll just leave you to it then. Senator Cox is coming under fire after he commented that marriage should be a sacred institution between a man and a woman at a Chick-fil-A in Louisville, Kentucky. While Senator Cox is getting slammed by GLAAD and the ACLU, conservative pundits have rushed to defend his statements. British supermodel Annika Patel gave a touching speech at a rally for presidential nominee Texas Governor Wesley Davis this weekend, but was quickly overshadowed when TV presenter Ryan Seacrest announced a very late entrance into the presidential race. Technically, it's too late for a new candidate to enter the race, but there is some concern that the political news cycle will focus on Seacrest's announcement and that some constituents may choose to write in his name. Quite a strange turn of events here, but... That's 2020 for you. I have so many people messaging me. I mean, people, they're probably not real, but still. We lost the news cycle. God damn it. Well, Cox is taking heat from pro-LGBTQIA organizations. They were never going to vote for him in the first place. That's not who we need to win over. We can issue a response. Fine, fine. Issue a response. But we only have a few weeks into the general... And now Seacrest is sucking up all the oxygen in the room. We need to do something. Something bigger. I still think... If you say one more time that we should leak a fake whatever, Graham, I will fire you right this minute. Withdrawn. Big. We need big, people. What have you got? An exclusive interview with Lincoln and Governor Davis in primetime. I don't know. Feels risky. We've been lucky so far. But what if Lincoln, uh, gets a little too honest? Lucy's right. Too risky. We need to get the governor and Lincoln together in a high-profile setting where they don't need to talk to each other. Or, ideally, to the press. Alex, I will shove that pin in your eye if you don't stop that tapping. Sorry. A concert. A concert. A concert! A benefit concert! To benefit... LGBT rights? Uh, legalizing marijuana? The environment? Yes, Lucy. (laughs) Climate change, of course. 41% of 18 to 25-year-olds list climate change as their number one issue. Okay. And where do we do it? Secaucus, New Jersey. What? It's one of the U.S. cities most endangered by climate change. (laughs) It's gotta be in a swing state. Miami. That makes way more sense. Excuse me, sir. 
We need to leave for the airport. The governor's wheels up in 30 to Philly for the last debate. Right, right. Naomi Alex, you're with me. Lucy, you run with this. Make it happen, and make it good. Let us know what you need. With everything I've been putting into this, all of my boosting... Richard, could I have a quick word? Walk and talk. With all due respect, shouldn't I be in Philly with you and Governor Davis instead of babysitting Lincoln? Lucy, this was your idea. But... You begged me for a larger role in the team, right? Well, this is it. This is our Hail Mary. This is your chance to save the campaign. To be clear, I don't care about whatever's going on between you and Lincoln. Put it aside, Lucy. This is the moment that will make or break your career. I suggest you find a way to pull it off. Don't worry, Richard. I'm on it. I haven't been not worried since 1994. Don't screw this up, Lucy. Rom-Com Pod was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. This episode was also written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. We had production help by Samantha Reed, marketing help from Ann Fuse, and Erica Wong is our editor. Sound design, music, mix, and theme song is by Daniel Brunel. Lincoln is played by Spencer Sutherland. Lucy is played by Reagan Shea. Richard is played by Brad Gilliam. Harry Cohen is played by Tom Muston. Society Woman is played by Laurel Collins. Southern Man is played by Steve Miller. Wasp is played by Christopher Thorne. Wall Street Guy is played by Joshua LaForce. Governor Davis is played by Ken Petrie. Alex is played by Sean Michael Conway. Naomi is played by Danielle Fires. Annika Patel is played by Priyanka Krishnan. Campaign Staffer is played by Bobby Gaglini. Representative Rodriguez is played by Christina Contreras. Female Entertainment Reporter 1 is played by Kayla Allen. Female Entertainment Reporter 2 is played by Anna Ross. Male Entertainment Reporter is played by Mike O'Brien. Female News Reporter is played by Carrie Gibson. Male News Reporter is played by Chris Boyke. <laughs>